0: Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles for becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education and director of GoTeach Global. Jim, you and I have been like blood brothers for over 60 years. We've traveled together, taught together, written books together, Each of us has been happily married for over 50 years to the wife of our youth. The topic for today is homosexuality. But before we begin, tell our listeners what happened in Azerbaijan when they discovered we had never kissed.
1: You're going to have to help me get the details straight, Pablo. As I recall, about 10 years ago, we were in Moscow visiting a Russian Baptist church and discovered that the Christians in Russia follow the verse that says, Greet one another with a holy kiss. So the women kiss the women, and the men kiss the men on the lips. That is their culture, but not our Canadian Christian culture. Later, you and I flew to Azerbaijan and were teaching in Baku at a Russian Baptist church of some 200 people. We asked the pastor about this verse, and he was surprised and asked, don't men greet one another with a holy kiss in Canada? And we said, No, we have never kissed. He told us it is commanded in four different places in the Bible, in Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and Thessalonians.
0: That was the beginning of an embarrassing moment that Sunday. We visited his church and discovered the men sat on one side and the women sat on the other side. The pastor stood up and said to the congregation, We have special guests with us today. Brother Paul Estabrooks and Brother Jim Cunningham, they've been friends for over 50 years, and they have never kissed.
1: The congregation turned to look at us in unbelief. We called ourselves Christians, but had never kissed.
0: Then the pastor added this comment from the pulpit. Before they leave Baku, we would like to see them kiss.
1: We nearly dropped in shock, but as I recall, Pablo, we stood up, put our hand beside our mouth, and gave a smacking sound of a kiss as we touched each other's cheek.
0: Men kissing men in our culture is definitely associated with being a homosexual rather than following a biblical command.
1: Each country has different cultural norms and rules and expectations. Let's consider today what Jesus and the Bible teach about homosexuality.
0: Jim, some would argue that Jesus never taught anything against homosexual activity— So this argument from silence says that since Jesus did not speak against the practice, it must be okay to be a homosexual.
1: While there is no direct command by Jesus against homosexuality, there is clear teaching by Jesus that a man shall leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife, not another man. The entire sexual act of intercourse is designed to be shared and enjoyed by a husband— a male, with his wife, a female. The wife is the receiving responder and the husband is the initiating provider. When aroused, the wife's vagina lubricates the husband's penis. Jesus also did not speak against sex with animals, called bestiality, but in essence, he summed up the abnormalities when he said, flee sexual immorality. That includes perversions of all kinds. One well-known homosexual politician in our area spoke to a group of Christian students. He started by saying, I suppose you think God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah for being homosexuals. Not so. And then he quoted from Ezekiel sixteen forty nine, where it says, Now this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not help the poor and needy. They were haughty and did detestable things before me. Therefore, I did away with them, as you have seen. He basically argued that Sodom was destroyed for being arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned with the poor and the needy, not for their sexual perversions as homosexuals. As I recall, his argument shocked the Christian students almost into silence. He was a crafty wordsmith. Interesting that sometime later he ended his political career after being arrested for stealing an extremely expensive diamond ring to give as a gift to his male lover. Like Ezekiel said, he was haughty and did detestable things.
0: Steve Wilson of Focus on the Family writes, Men need help. That's the cry I hear in my ministry role. For the past years, Dr. Jim has been a mentor to me. I've seen his heart's passion for helping men in all cultures to be a biblical man. It is a treat to see an older brother take time to share biblical insights gained from his 50-plus year marriage to Rita, lessons gained as a lifelong learner and disciple of Jesus Christ. This is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. At the end of the program, we'll share how and where you can ask any questions to Dr. Jim.
1: This is a good time to look at what Paul wrote to the church in Rome about homosexuality. Paul writes, "...for I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes." first to the Jew, then to the Gentiles. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from beginning to end. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Then Paul adds, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. So men can see God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, yet choose to ignore God.
0: My father as a pastor used to say the key phrase to listen for as we read Romans 1 is, God gave them over.
1: Exactly. Paul says, Therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen.
0: When we choose to ignore God, He gives us over to worship images of man
1: and birds and animals. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind, so that they do what ought not to be done.
0: There's that phrase again for the third time. So God gave them over.
1: But now the plot thickens. Look what Scripture says these homosexual men are filled with when they keep rejecting God and God's plan for their life. Romans chapter 1 has a list. First, they have become filled with every kind of wickedness. No wonder homosexuals hate the Bible. The Bible says they are filled with evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them.
0: There is perhaps no place in Scripture that better describes the lifestyle of men who reject God's love and His original plan for mankind than Romans 1.
1: This program is being initially broadcast in English to countries in the southern part of Africa. Are homosexual men as open and aggressive in pushing their agenda of rebellion against God's original plan in these African countries as they are in America? I do not know. But I do know that Scripture is clear. If we want to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, we need to remain true to the teachings of Scripture. One man, one woman, faithful in marriage till death parts them from each other. The Apostle Paul wrote to his young disciple Timothy and said, The goal of this command, his teaching, is love which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have departed from these and have turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm. We know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We also know that the law was made not for the righteous, but for lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers for the sexually immoral, for those practicing homosexuality, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God which he entrusted to me. Paul clearly identifies homosexuality as being contrary to sound doctrine that conforms to the good news conveyed by God through His Son, Jesus of Nazareth. If you are listening and are inclined towards homosexual behavior, then please, for Christ's sake, study the scriptures, turn from unbiblical actions, be born again and live with peace
0: in your heart. There you have it, men. We walk in humility as we seek to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ and teach others how to follow Christ's commands. But Jim, on our next trip to Russia, I am still undecided if I will greet you with a holy kiss. For a printed copy of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim by sending your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. On behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ.